Oh, look at Sean. Hey, I'm Sean the Bludget. Ah, how you doing, Sean? <laughs> That's I'm doing perfect. All right, That's dude. perfect. Oh, I see. The middle of the page. Ghostbusters. Like, Ghostbusters right here. Ghostbusters right there. Always. Ghostbusters right there. And red and white and black for the holiday season. <laughs> Everybody loves black. I thought it was for Ghostbusters. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> red and white red and black, and red and white and black. Come on. Right. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, what do you want? Ghostbusters, what do you want? We got one. I was doing it as Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, 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 yeah, Andy I can see Fox. that. Yeah, I can see we it. We got one. <laughs> oh, girls. Cody. Girls, we got one. Hey, number six, take two. Oh, thank man. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then you're in the right place. It's countdown to five. Ghostbusters! Uh, welcome, everybody. Paul Preston here from the Movie Guys. Uh, alongside me... Hey, Sean Blodgett of... Creative Motion Entertainment, and also we're filming here today at the OC Micro Studio. I'm partnering with Oculu, and um, we're super excited to be here. Yeah, I was just going to say that we're not in the usual Admirals Club where we've been occasionally. Yes, and we're or... not, and we're not in the Corporal's Outhouse, which, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I still, I still laugh about. Like I literally be walking, be like, when Paul said Corporal, like that just, <laughs> I should just, yeah, that, you should name this. Your, your problem was with the word Corporal and not Outhouse. <laughs> yes, it was just, uh, yeah, no Outhouse. I was fine <laughs> with. <laughs> hey, and, and what voice is that? It's now the the permanent co-host, Justin Bowler. Hey, Justin Bowler of uh, of of the world. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out we just like counting down to new movies in a franchise. So we're back to do it again yep. uh, with next year's arrival of Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Now, normally, uh, you know, we, we sometimes like with the Star Wars, we had waited for years for Star Wars to come back. And yeah. so episode yep. nine was a big deal. Yep. It had been years since we got Dial of Destiny. It's not too long between these two movies, uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife and Frozen. I mean, three years, but still to get a fifth one, we should have had ten by now. Yeah. I'm excited, and that's a great reason to do this show. It's we awesome. should we should have spinoffs by now. We should have like Venkman's family, you know, going on. And what does Ernie Hudson do in his downtime? Well, actually, I mean, that is a good question. What the heck is happening in the rest of the world with ghosts? Yeah. Right? Like seriously, why don't we have like Ghostbusters Japan? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ghostbusters well, well, China. Ghostbusters Italy. I mean, I feel like Italy. For sure, there's a lot of stuff going on over there. That's a big specter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Stephen Lewis, the great Stephen Lewis, rest in peace. One of the uh, movie guys for years had an idea before Afterlife, or before 2016 ever came out. I guess we'll start calling it on the show. Answer the call. Should we call it Ghostbusters 2016? Answer the call. That was the sure. little the semi. Call. Sure. Uh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, Which thing. I have not seen yet. So I'm excited about this. Wait, this I is the female version, yes, right? I, yeah, I have not seen yeah, that okay. one either. Yeah, I, I've not seen this it. This is a reason to do the show. Yeah. Also, I haven't seen Ghostbusters 2 since the theater. What? Yeah. I saw it at Arclight before Arclight was no longer a thing. So gotcha. that I have a recent viewing of that. Interesting. And by the way, I think you already said you were saying this on the phone the other day, but you brought up a good point. Ghostbusters 2... That's a pretty good sequel because it's not an exact copy. You know, there's a danger in comedy sequels. Absolutely. That it's just like, here's here's basically every single joke we had before, yep. but now we're gonna tell it again. And it's it's like it's like, hey, this is the same hamburger, yeah. but maybe we're gonna have some ketchup and mustard. And we didn't have that last time. But it's the same hamburger. They're, they're yeah. totally forgettable. Remember there's something about Mary too? 
No. Exactly. <laughs> Caddyshack 2? We'll just call it Starkiller Base. Action. <laughs> Airplane 2? Starkiller Base. I like Starkiller Base. Uh, but now, this one, uh, it, it, look, Jason Reitman knew what he was doing when yep. he made Ghostbusters Afterlife. He didn't spend too much. Paul Feig spent too much. I think there's way more jokes in the 2016 Answer the Call of Ghostbusters than most people give it credit for. A rewatch is great. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind first time yep. when you watch it. It's going to follow a lot of the path of the first couple movies. They right. get, they come together. They go on their first mission. They get the car. But they don't get the spoil it for me. <laughs> it, 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 it follows these points. But within all that, tons and tons of jokes. Love so it. Keep that in mind. Love so it. they're going to last Jedi. It is what you're saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. The hilarious movie. Yeah. <laughs> now Frozen Empire. That's what I like. Yeah. This also seems like new ground, and yeah, I would like for that sure. from this for franchise. Sure. Um, the other thing that I noticed, right, because I just watched the trailer like fully yesterday, like oh. I, hadn't, I hadn't really seen it, and I was like, this is scary. This is going to be a scary movie, yeah. which I think Afterlife was kind of more scary than funny, um, which I think is a question for the group. D- you know, we're, I feel like Ghostbusters that we grew up with was funny. It's a funny movie mm-hmm. with some scary moments, right? Like the library moment, if you're a kid and you yeah. see that, like that's a scary moment, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Um, but but the new movie that was I thought that was more scary than it was funny. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, Spengler's demise is unpleasant. Well, you know, yeah. although it's yeah. not off camera, it's not a real. Yeah, but but right. it's still like ooh, that's a hard way to open the movie. Yeah. But then I think, as always, once you establish with Dial of Destiny, once you establish consequences, yeah, then you can have fun. Once yeah. once mm. there is a real threat. Have fun within that, yeah. you know. Wow. And so we have to set up the guys at Dial of Destiny to shoot Indy's professor, you know, uh, compatriots, and it's not good, but it sets them up, and then we go and have fun. For those of you watching at home, this is filmmaking lessons right here from Paul that's Preston. Right. Yeah. That is that that is the wisdom of of a filmmaker right there, because that's true. Setting up your stakes, stakes. is that's the is word. is you. is the thing that that some movies are are failing at. Right. If you don't. Set up that there. If if I can't believe that Thor's actually gonna die at some point, I just don't care. He's just the hero and whatever, right? Yeah. I have to believe that at some point there is real danger involved, or I'm just not on for the ride. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, and then you have fun within that, right? right? So hopefully, whatever the new threat is, in I think it has something to do with an artifact that releases a spirit and the whole oh. deal. Oh, um, no. So then, yeah, and then it just save the city again. But I want to go back to another point. They shot Ghostbusters Answer the Call in Boston. And boy, that's where it should have taken place, mm. if you ask me. There yeah. should be Ghostbusters franchises in all the cities Every of the city. United I mean, States. Yeah, and overseas, to your point. Yeah. So it, it was weird to, like, back in New York again, you know. So Ghostbusters Afterlife was fun that we went somewhere we hadn't been. And now we're back in New York again, so right. I hope it's fun again. It's, it's a mixed bag of uh, stuff that had, that brings back different ideas. I mean, don't get me, I'm super excited. Right, But, right. you know, I hope that it all goes well. I it does actually. Superman but, pretty much stays in Metropolis. I mean, yeah, he goes around the world, but for the most part, he goes back to Iowa, <laughs> right? Spends a lot Iowa? of time in Metropolis. So. He does. Well, he also never franchised. <laughs> like the Ghostbusters could franchise, and the franchise rights alone, you this know, as, as Bankman says. I actually think you've just hit upon the brilliance that could happen from Ghostbusters, an actual Ghostbusters franchise. Like that's the that's the lead-in for all the other stories, right? <laughs> They're opening up Ghostbusters franchises all over the world, and that sets us up for other movies taking place oh, everywhere. So, by the way, Sony, you're welcome. The very next movie is literally called Ghostbusters. Dot dot franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what 
Steve Lewis, I was mentioning before, had thought up as an idea before Answer the Call even came out. Is that he wanted to take place in L.A. because he got haunted movie sets, he got old movie stars that can come back right. to life. The, the ideas were crazy, and his idea was the Ghostbusters come to L.A. to consult the making of a movie about them. So then you have people playing the Ghostbusters, who gotcha. are, and then actual ghosts come, and the real Ghostbusters have to yeah. come. Say, I thought that was a fantastic plot. Never happened, of course. And then we, they waited too long, and Ramis passed, and we have what we have with Afterlife. Yep. It's also great. But also, the idea of going somewhere new, I thought, was great. We yeah. are also slightly discounting. There, there was an unofficial Ghostbusters sequel that was a video game, where they brought back all of the voices for, oh. which also, you know, I mean, it's, it's not like we didn't get something. Okay, so I, mean, I feel like we got to cool. see that. I haven't seen. I didn't know that. Yeah. But so they that's did have the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and some familiar stuff. I mean, like, I don't know. For me, I think the challenge of something all brand new could be super fun. You already got the characters in place, even after Afterlife. Mr. Gruberson is such right. a great character. Yeah. Phoebe's such a great character. Right, right. We'll put him in any situation. We're going to have fun. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about this trailer, in fact. Sure. Okay. So, like, right out of the gate, like, I love the setup. I love the mysteriousness of it. And then, of course, it gets really dark. And But there's beautiful visuals. Yeah. I mean, you can tell they've they've doubled down on this series, and it, and it looks fantastic. Um, and I also think, you know, speaking of the non-funny in the first one, I mean, thank goodness that Paul Rudd was our lead really yeah. because he does bring the funny and he seems like he's definitely going to bring the funny in this one um so I, I i love that about the trailer right out of the gate so oh, what was that coney island is that where the yeah, the, yeah. The so yeah 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 first starts yeah. yeah but the last shot of the trailer they double down on rut too as they should he's yeah he seems to be now hooked up right. with full proton pack and he's yeah. just like he's a ghost is like oh yeah, and that's yeah that sort of energy he had the whole afterlife was yes. just great yeah he's no longer the rick moranis character you know he's yeah. <laughs> if rick moranis <laughs> character was was able to then be a part of the squad exactly. right yeah, yeah which he did in two uh, it's been a minute though yeah it would be nice if he came back i know he retired but it would be cool if he came I'm, back i would imagine that's one of the big surprises oh that would be so cool if he Here's comes my in other there question. speaking of big surprises do we end up getting a cgi harold Ramus running around all the time and just doesn't speak. Mm. We end up getting that? I think we have retired the character. Oh, when when his when his ghost dust flew into the sky. Yeah, the I agree. Ghost, that's true. I think that's probably the end. I don't know. It was I, just, Justin, you know that a ghost disappears when the ghost dust flies into, into the sky. <laughs> true. And that into is, space. That's that, the end of a ghost. That's yeah. the parameters they've set up so I know that there are stakes. Didn't you go to It would have been funny if they would have <laughs> captured him and put him in the trap. Right? Like, hey, we're going to save you for later. <laughs> Is that wrong? <laughs> March 29th, 2024. So that's when that's coming out. This, it was supposed to come out this month, but the strike pushed it uh, pushed to wow. the spring. This month? Yeah. That's crazy. We, could have, had, we could have had it this month. Wow. Now we got to wait for more. Now we got to wait a few months. Yeah. But that, that's good. That gives us time to revisit everything, see the one that yeah. we hadn't seen. I'm excited about that. That's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gil Keenan is going to direct this one. Gil co-wrote with Reitman. And then Reitman directed the last one. The two of them are writing again. Reitman is staying on as producer. Mm. The, the film, apparently, much like the last one, dedicated to Harold with the final words on screen. Mm. This one will be dedicated to Ivan, as it should be. Yeah. Uh, yes, um, of course. And yeah. his son yeah. will stay on as producer. Awesome. Uh, and apparently, they're drawing inspiration from the animated series. Have you guys ever watched the real Ghostbusters? I, I, I remember watching like one or two episodes. I remember it? being horribly disappointed by it. Like the real Ghostbusters. Like many animated series. Oh, I know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like many animated series that I was disappointed by as a kid because, like, you know, like Star Wars had like Ewoks and droids. I'm droids. like, I, I don't want these. Right. I want. I where's want Star Wars Jedi? Yeah. I want that. You know. Um. And and the Ghostbusters one was sort of the same. I'm like, oh, cool, Ghostbusters. 
and then it's like, no, Slimer, wow, you know. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Slimer. <laughs> Slimer, hey, here he is. <laughs> Slimer, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> it is. It is. Hey, lady. Slime in the Glavin. Slime. So, and then uh, outside of those. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if Slimer will appear, but uh, Kumail Nanjiani and Pat Oswalt joined the cast. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. I, so, the, the scene, pile on comedians. I'm, I'm good with that. Well, the, the quick scene with Pat Oswalt was great. Um, yep. You know, I, I, he's really good at just delivering honesty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he, I always believe everything that comes out of his mouth. Yeah. So, whether dramatic or uh, or comedic. Yeah. You know, I just uh, heard an interview with Bradley Cooper. He's cast Sarah Silverman in Maestro. Mm-hmm. And he cast Dave Chappelle in Star is Born and, and Howard Stern. I was listening to the Howard Stern interview, and he's asking him, why do you hire comedians? He's like, they're just, I mean, is there anyone more real? Like, they're open yeah. on stage. They're just, everything is out there. Yeah. And they just bring such honesty to the performances. So I would hope that Patton, the same, I mean, you watch something like Young Adult, certainly right, Patton right. brings that, you know. I think in general, like, as actors, you know, um, like, comedic actors can shift into drama. Yeah. And but but not all dramatic actors can shift into comedy. It, it's True. it's it's a rhythm. It's yeah. a you know, it's just different. Carol Burnett said it famously: "Acting is easy, comedy is hard." Right. And that's from Carol Burnett. For there you go. Out loud. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> look up Carol Burnett, kids. Yeah. You will love her. <laughs> uh, so that's we're now as of this taping, sixteen weeks and four days, one hundred and sixteen days away. That now when we started, this is the closest we've ever started one of these. Well, I was <laughs> going to recommend everyone go out there and watch or listen to Countdown to Nine Star Wars and Countdown to Five Indiana Jones, where we cover those two franchises um, because. Uh, they're a great listen and a great watch. Yeah, and so we're shifting this show to really just be the countdown show. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. So with 16 weeks out, we were 44 weeks out from the from episode <laughs> nine of Star Wars. We had, so. some, we had some lax time in there. We're like, you know what? Yeah, we'll do an episode maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Shouldn't you wonder if we're serious about right. this? That was some commitment there. But this one's easy. Uh, we'll come back each week, cover a different movie. After today, we'll do them with the Ghostbusters 2, Answer the Call, Afterlife, and then another show after the new film comes out, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. Frozen Empire. Great. Uh, but let's go back to the beginning. When did you guys see the first Ghostbusters? What was your experience seeing this whole franchise kick off? I remember being a kid and all any of my friends could talk about in this movie was Slimer. Mm. Like, I've Been Slimed was something that I had heard probably a hundred times before my parents actually took me to go see the movie. And it was still hilarious and funny. I do remember originally the trailer. The trailer was... was uh, starts off, you know, very scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a child. Now that's see. an interesting point. Way back then, right? Yeah. It it started out scary. Yeah. Huh. And then you know, <laughs> as does the movie. As does the movie. Now um, that's an interesting point. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, quickly turns to. I mean, it's in the trailer. The I got slimed. Right, right, right. Line right then and there. Like I said, every every kid was talking about it. So finally, when I saw it, I was just like, "This is hilarious." What yeah, I, I saw it in the theater. I. Uh, but we were just talking before we started recording about streaming movies and mm-hmm. how the I just get bugged by the lack of hype. That yeah. These, I mean, there were there were ads in you know the, around the holidays in the newspaper, full page that said Ghostbusters coming to save the world next summer. Right. I was like, what is this? And then you see the lineup of actors, you're like, what? And I, by the time the movie opened, I'm like, gotta be there, you know. And this 
crap comes out on streaming with no hype. You don't even know what's happening. Someone said, did you see this? No, it came out three weeks ago. It did? And it's like yeah. just, they expect word of mouth, but the hype train is just lacking. I heard Not that- 1984, man. They they prepped you for this movie, and that's why it's one of the biggest movies of all time. I heard Candy Cane Lane with Eddie Murphy. Uh, they had advertisements in newspapers. Well, and it's gonna. T- uh, whoop, <laughs> is that our next countdown? <laughs> countdown to two. Candy Lane. Two. Candy Cane Lane two. I like it. Oh, me? Yeah. Okay. Episode. So I have to say, <laughs> I have to say, I li- I like was literally getting nervous about this question because you always ask this question. When did you first see it? And I'm always like, I don't know. It's so, <laughs> it's so long. So I remember, first of all, loving this movie so much as a kid. This was one of the staples of. We're watching this movie. It's on HBO. We're watching this movie. Yeah. It's on TV. We're watching this movie. Like it's, you know, it was like this. You know, the Star Wars movies, Indiana Jones movies. There's like a, you know some of the James Bond movies. Yep. It's like a handful of them that was like, I, I'm I'm all in on these movies. Um, I, I loved it. And to your point, like every 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 piece of this movie for me when I saw it, I was like, this is fun. It's like exciting. It's like funny. It's got like the scary in the. I mean, it was great. Um, and then I was totally disappointed by the cartoon. So, yeah, the wow. cartoon bummed bum me out. Did the cartoon has like retro love now? People love that. Yeah. The reason I didn't Maybe like the, so it. I didn't like the cartoon because it wasn't the everybody characters. loved the Slimer. Right. Everybody, you know, you were saying all the kids are talking about Slimer. I'm like, I don't care about Slimer. The fact that he was a, a, a character in the cartoon, I was like, why is this character here at all? Get rid of him. I don't want to see this guy yeah. ever <laughs> again. He's a one scene. Come on. Cartoon yeah. hate for a cartoon. I mean, just saying. We'll anyway. go in depth on this when we get to Ghostbusters too. but I do think they doubled down on slime maybe a little bit too much in that as opposed wow. to There's a lot the of jokes slime they had in the, right, in the right, first right. one. I will say this about Ghostbusters 2. Like, y- you want to talk about Ghostbusters becoming a part of like your childhood and just watching and watching and watching. Ghostbusters 2, I... I it was like every single time there's a world premiere video on MTV that had to do with Ghostbusters is like I was there. I was ready yeah. the Bobby Brown one, I was ready to right. watch the the Run DMC one. Right. I was ready to, like I was so 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 excited. And you know they show you they show you clips from the movie right. in the middle of the video. It's just like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And on top of that, Bobby Brown's going to be in the movie. This is going to be so I cannot tell you the amount of hype I had for Ghostbusters 2. Well, that's <laughs> a good point from like our childhoods too, like cuz we you know, we couldn't just go out and, and buy these movies often too, right? Yeah. It took like maybe two years for them to come out on video. So it was like maybe you got to see it on HBO or maybe they, they played it on television. But then before that, yeah. we had the music videos. Yeah. And it was like... And you, newspapers. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean... Lots of newspapers. Ooh, dangerous. You know, I mean, like all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's so much good stuff about, about that. But I think that added to the hype when we were kids. Oh, yeah. You know, the kids nowadays don't get any hype. I mean, that's the problem, right? right. There's no... that, But that was part of the fun. It, it, like, it led up to it. I mean, when we heard Ghostbusters 2 was coming, you're like, what? They're making another one? This yeah. is incredible. Yeah. And you mentioned Spirited as the streaming movie that kind of got yeah. started on that whole conversation. It's a musical, and I've never seen a music video from it. So what, <laughs> I, that's how you get me hyped. Put out a music number and have it sweep the nation and become the big holiday thing. Instead, it just gets crapped out onto Apple Plus and... That and you want a newspaper ad about it. Uh, well, it's coming to save Christmas next, you know, next holiday season. But you guys are listen. I'm the I'm the, the childless one here. As parents, how have you introduced your kids to Ghostbusters, or have you yet? And how far into the franchise have they gotten? Um, Braxton is eight, and we've talked about watching it because it's it's a little bit. I saw it when I was older than him, so um, I 
I told him this is something I would probably have him watch, but I said there are some scary parts. I think it'd be too much for Brent. Brent's six. So, so uh, two years is the difference. Where yeah. A lot can happen. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah. Brent still complains about movies. Like like Goonies was too much for Brent. Braxton loved it. Really? Yeah. Goonies? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But Braxton watched it. No, you've talked I've about it. I watched it. Loved it. And two? Goonies 2? No. no. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2. No, I haven't shown Count it down to five Ghostbusters. Right now, we're still working through Star Wars. Good. A lot That's of Star good Wars man. movies. That's good man. Man. A lot of Star Wars movies. Yeah, a lot of Star Wars movies. Uh, Isabella, who's 14, I, I believe we've watched it. I don't, I don't remember, like, a. I think we've seen it on TV. It was one of those, like, we're on vacation, it's on TV. Hey, let's watch it, you know, kind of thing. But there was no formal showing, which I would like to have. Uh, Joshua, who is 11, he's, he's, uh, he's not a fan of scary, so he hasn't seen it yet. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it does, the new trailer does look like it's, I mean, it's got creepy music, too. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, and like the people freezing and, you know, and they, yep. they talk about death right out of the gate. And the original Ghostbusters doesn't really delve into death. Right. You know, right. there's no, nobody, we don't, we certainly don't see anybody die. We see people's lives at stake, you know, I mean, the building falls down and stuff like that, but we, but there's no like death. True. So I think that that's a little bit of a different thing that happened with Afterlife, certainly. I think that was the start of of this. Would you say that's a sign of it modernizing? Yeah. It's a different, that's how we tell stories now? I don't know. I think people die, but then you just don't see the, the, the ghost, you know, dust. The ghost dust. Place. Ghost dust. That, telling you, <laughs> ghost that's, that's, that's just science, Justin. <laughs> ghost dusters. <laughs> French Has made. anyone ever said to you, Justin makes me feel good. Yeah. Has anyone ever done that? <laughs> Justin makes me feel good. I don't think I've ever heard that before. That is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're well, going to hear it a lot more now. <laughs> I see it on a belt. That's all. That's, I see that evident. Uh, so for me, I don't have kids, but I do. I did buy it. I guess some people, when they have a uh, midlife crisis, they uh, date a younger woman and they get a Porsche, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have three I'm, Porsches. I'm dating a younger woman, but... Um, I don't do a Porsche. I get an Ecto-1. I bought yeah. a full-size 20-foot, 2016-style Ecto-1, and I do parties and stuff with it. So as not being a parent, I can tell you, though, I do a lot of parties for three- to five-year-olds. And to me, there's hope for the future huh. because people introducing— Three- to five-year-olds? I'm really surprised. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Do they actually know— what like like they they know the reference? Have they actually seen the movie? Oh yeah, really? Most of the time, and they'll be playing at the party. The movies wow. will be on in the back. The kid will have a full jumpsuit with a proton oh, pack. They'll be the yeah, the party wow. will just be okay. ghostbustered out. The cake will be green. You know the whole deal. Yeah. Wow. That's, so I see that a lot. That, that's blowing my mind. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's I'm awesome. Price says good parenting. Yeah. 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 There you go. So anyway. Go to the movieguys.net, click on the Ghostbusters Party and Ecto-1 rental, and I'll come to your house, and we'll have some fun, as long as it's not too far away, because it's a 30-year-old vehicle. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so with that, then, where does Ghostbusters rank in your all-time favorite movies? Taking not just this franchise, but, like, everything ever. For me, Raiders is number one. Yeah. Ghostbusters cracks the top ten uh, easily. easily. because easily. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, yeah. Think, I think easily Ghostbusters is in my top ten for sure. I mean, I think it's a quintessential film that you should watch if you're a, a filmmaker, an actor, Absolutely. like, you know, I, I I don't know. A fan of pop culture, it's something you should watch. I like that. It was such a phenomenon, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, how long did it hold as, you know, the the highest grossing comedy of all time? It, it, it was it was a really long time. I'm not sure about that. Because <laughs> I think <laughs> that winter, Beverly Hills Cop came out. It wasn't really. <laughs> it was cool. Well, I'm, all right. 
It lasted like six months. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by today's standards, pretty hot. Know, but Beverly hot. Hills Cop went years. <laughs> right. <laughs> it only lost it to Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> right. You know, if you if you work for inflation, <laughs> and we're getting into yeah, Beverly Hills Cop movie. We are. We uh, are. Yeah. Straight oh, straight to Netflix. Wait, so are I don't you know serious? When it's we're, up. we're having a new yeah. Beverly Hills Cop, yep. but it's not going to be in the theater. No. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll, it'll probably play like a week, you know. Like yeah. You do. Of course. Uh, so, yeah, for me, the top three comedies I've ever seen, Blazing Saddles, Airplane, Ghostbusters. Love yeah, it. Three, I, so. I would I would, uh, uh, I would, would second that list. But I think Ghostbusters... Wait, what's your top? Blazing, Blazing Saddles, Saddles, Airplane. Mm, I would put Airplane top. Now, that, that's, not a, that's not a that's uh, not a order. Oh, right. okay. Because no. okay, I think okay. Ghostbusters makes my top ten movies of all time. Yes, right, don't. right. Yeah. Oh, Blazing Saddles doesn't wait make your top ten. Top movies? ten all time. I went to see ET in concert the other day, and I cried. <laughs> I just I, picture the alien conducting. Okay, it's not it's not, <laughs> it's not playing an instrument. <laughs> they had live oh. score accompaniment. Yeah, like, don't follow him. Don't yes. don't follow. <laughs> He's moving. He's moving too slow. He doesn't have a little you know, wand. He's just kind of slid up. It's just a little. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I want to uh, see that now. <laughs> The point is, <laughs> I cried my eyes out as if I'd never seen it before. So I really had to adjust everything because my number one movie of all time is Raiders. Two is Star Wars. Three is E.T. And I can't mm. deny it. I want to sit there and go, is it Doctor Strangelove? Is it No Country for Old Men? I want to be like a film scholar, but I'm like, no, it's E.T. And Ghostbusters is in the top ten, too, because it's just great. I don't care how brilliantly put together, you know... The apartment is. <laughs> Ghostbusters is in the top ten. I mean, this goes back to the argument that's happening right now. Um, was it Martin Scorsese who re- recently came out and sort yeah. of said all this stuff about like the recently Marvel. And, and, and a while ago, like routinely. The yeah. yeah okay, got. routinely. But I mean, you know, I, I understand the the possible frustration that some filmmakers, especially from his era, have with these like huge tentpole films. I mean, you know, two hundred million dollar budgets, just crazy amounts of everything in it. But, you know, to say that the Marvel films don't have heart, to say that the Marvel films don't have story or character development or, you know, people that you start to care about and all, that's not true. I mean, I think think they're really well thought out, well, for the most part. Um, I think they're really well thought out movies, especially that first, uh, all the way through Endgame, basically. I think it's easy to make any comment about a genre. Yeah. I think it's very easy to just generalize like that. And I I don't think... There was a lot of thought that went into it. Um, it in, in all honesty, now it may be a generational thing. I just took it as sour grapes. I'm just like, yeah. I, you, you're brilliant, and you've always been brilliant, and you didn't get your due for so long, and you finally got your due, and now it feels like you're... It was due 17 years ago. I mean, just yeah. you relax. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It, it, I don't know. For me, it was just... For, to make a blatant generalization like that, like, this... This is a guy who's been around movies for a really long time. Well, and, and now's when you start speaking out and saying this entire genre is terrible. In, I mean, in Civil War, when Robert Downey Jr. gives pays for everyone's education at the college, right, and he goes down to the elevator, and Alfred Woodard's waiting for him. Yeah, and she's going to throw a photo of her dead kid in his yeah. face, and. The best part, of course, he goes up to the elevator and he's standing there and realizes she hasn't even pressed the button to call the elevator. Yeah, yeah. And he has to reach over and press it so he does, that's not why she's here. Like Everything yeah. at play there is so good yeah. 
you're watching the movie wrong if you're not affected by that or and or impressed. So Scorsese's great, but you just watched that one wrong. It, it's because he wanted to make a blanket statement, yeah. which isn't fair. Well, and I'll also say this, and, and then we can move on. But these films are being made by people who are fans of him. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like there there is a care that that filmmakers I think of our generation yeah. are really have with with movies that are being made. I think we know because we grew up with some stupid superhero movies when right. we were kids, right? Exactly. We, we grew up with some stuff that was terrible. I mean, to, really, I don't think it was until I mean, well, the Superman movie w- was good, but some of the other Superman movies were not, right? right? Batman was good with Michael Keaton, but right. then some of the other Batman right. movies that were not, right? Yeah, I mean, and and, that, and a lot of that was was story and character development and really having real stakes and things yes. like that. All of these things that actually do matter, yeah. you know? And I think these things are present in everything, including the newest Ghostbusters. There you go, it's full circle. Oh, look at you. <laughs> so, all right, well, we're excited. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as we say, come back here every month. We'll bring you a new Countdown to Five Ghostbusters podcast uh, with the next to last show posting, like I said, right before Frozen Empire, and then a final show with our thoughts on that big movie. And that's us. Uh, Paul Preston, Justin Bowler, Sean Blodgett. Um, you get what we're about. So if you want to see just guys talking about this franchise, not some overly complicated critical analysis, I right. think uh, this is the place to be. And you can follow us at uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All those things will come up on the screen there or in the description for the this show as to how to follow us and of course the movieguys.net is where you can find me sean one more plug for you uh let's see one more plug for me yeah check out creativemotionentertainment.com um like i said we've got this new oc micro studio it's a little setup here this is a great place to come and film everything you need for especially your social media we've got green screen we've got just basic setups also interviews indoor outdoor that kind of stuff so check us out yeah. Justin, you want to remind everyone your last name? Yeah, uh, Justin Bowler, <laughs> and you can find me in the world. Wait a second, wait a second. Before we go on, yeah. let's celebrate Justin a little bit. Okay. Let's let's talk about let's talk about his, A little bit's really all just, we need. Just say a little bit about what you've done. Swampy? I mean, come on. Let's let's name drop some of the fabulous work you've done. Oh, we want to bring up my resume. Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Just so people know the context right. of, of you. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I was the voice of Swampy. Swampy the Alligator for Where's My Water, which was Disney's huge biggest selling app for iPhone and such, which then spawned a television series. Yeah. Which so uh, there was that. I yes, guess. and um uh <clears throat> Doc McStuffins. Oh, and I was on Doc McStuffins as Santa. I replaced Jeffrey Tambor after the whole <laughs> Jeffrey Tambor incident t- took place, then yeah. 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 So, yeah, and lots cool. of other films and, and, and other television shows. And I mean, you had been standing in for Jeffrey Tambor for years because you look just like him. Right. So yeah. that's <laughs> why I think. Just like him, yeah. yeah it, no, it, this it was a toupee. It's easy choice. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap on episode one. Well, not our wrap on coverage of episode one of the franchise, which is Ghostbusters, which is the next show we're going to do. Make sense? So that's next month. And um, I don't know. I should end the movie on some kind of uh, Ghostbusters quote, I guess. I ain't afraid of no quotes. Justin makes me feel good. Bye.